game. Blouses. Gallon Chuck. Disaster. Uh, forget it. Disaster. Well, I mean, I'm no doctor. We now join America's most popular show already in progress. Everybody loves Mitch and Sean. You guys are the greatest duo. Fantastic. That team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. podcast myself mitch gallo and my buddy over there sean campbell who's wearing a very beat up looks like it's been in the wash a bazillion times cleveland barons shirt in the wash it's just you know maybe a little crinkled yeah it's just it it looks like it's been through the ringer a couple times put it that way yeah maybe maybe that's going to be the uh little trivia that you're going to have to know uh, to possibly win uh, some uh, Cunningham's Pub. Of course, we got a little gift certificate to give away every episode. Check our Facebook page out, Post Game Pints on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We are on uh, Twitter as well, where you can see the latest YouTube. That's where you're watching us or you're listening on SoundCloud. And of course, Post Game Pints podcast brought to you by LaBrosse Brewery. Mitch, what are you drinking today? I am drinking a Nor'easter, Sean. And uh, how do you like my, uh, my mug? I do. I forgot Dave. Dave got me a mug, but I haven't picked it up. I'm, I, I'll get it tomorrow. I'll get it tomorrow. I'm decked uh, out now, man. I got the mug. I, I got the beer. I got the hoodie. Yes, I got it all. I got the, I got the shirt. I got everything. Labrosse and the uh, Campbell play-by-play IPA, the Angry Gallo Ale. You can go check it out at Labrosse. One thirty-three Labrosse, or uh, check it out Labrosse.com. It'll tell you when you can go and pick it up. I have to go soon, and. Uh, it's uh, their anniversary. Happy fourth birthday, LeBrosse. I know that you're going to be celebrating in style. They've got brand new releases, uh, so check it out. Uh, I know on uh, the weekend, uh, Saturday, when it comes to the 19th, it's going to be outstanding. 19th and 20th, it's going to be outstanding what they're going to be releasing. So I encourage you to check out LeBrosse.com to see what they have in store for you. And while you pick up some of their new beer, get your Campbell Play-By-Play IPA. Get your Angry Gallo Ale. I got to restock. I got one Campbell play-by-play IPA left in my fridge. I need more. I'm sorry. Yeah, I still owe you a four-pack, by the way. Uh, you know it, and you have to deliver it. That, that was part of the deal. You have to deliver it to, to my door. To my door. You don't, you, you're not going to come in, but you can deliver it to the door. Right? Yeah, I might, uh, I might knock and run, and you'll not know. You'll, I'll be gone like a flash. Like, boom, I'm gone. You're going to open the door, and you're going to be like, who the hell? And then you'll look down, you'll be like, oh. Yeah, we'll stop by. All right. Gotta respect well, those social distancing uh, measures, Campbell. Yeah, that's fine. Just that's what the delivery guys do all the time. They just leave it at the door. I don't need to see you. I see you all the time here on the Post Game Finds podcast. But speaking of gone in a flash, how about a little rapid fire, Mitch? And I'd love to jump right into it with the Montreal Canadiens. I know that they've had a little bit of time off. The North Division is a very heated 
uh, battle every single night. If it's the Jets versus the Oilers, if it's the Flames versus the Canucks, if it's the Sands versus the Leafs, the Leafs versus the Habs, the Habs versus the Sands, uh, the Flames versus the Oilers. I mean, we're still trying to figure out this division. Where do the Canadians fit right now in the North? Well, you know, if, if I'm looking right now, I could check out the standings and say they're the second best team in the division. Toronto's slightly ahead. Uh, Calgary, Winnipeg, Edmonton slightly behind. Vancouver, Ottawa really uh, playing catch up at this point. But I, I want to try to look ahead and not be as vague uh, mm-hmm. as I would be making that statement. I think they're one or two. And I think here's a bold prediction for you. Okay. okay. I, I really believe. That how many how many times the, the Canadians and Maple Leafs play? Ten. Ten times, right? And we have uh, three in the books already. Yeah. Okay. So seven more times. I think that when you look at the record against Toronto, the amount of points that separated them in those head-to-head games. So let's say Toronto got fifteen points and Montreal got thirteen points. Okay, I don't know if the math works out, but you get what I'm yeah, getting. I, I know what you mean. You mean the, the difference, difference is be... two. Difference is two points, right? That you think that'll be the difference for the top of the division? That'll be the difference between Toronto and Montreal. And Montreal has the capability, I think, of collecting more points against Toronto than Toronto collects against them. But I think it comes down to the head-to-head matchups between those two teams. Seven more times. And we'll see uh, what happens between the two. But I, I think they're right there in the mix, one or two. If I, if I was to pick uh, uh, who I think is the better team, I think it's I think it's Toronto over the course of the 56 games. I think Montreal is uh, is better built for the playoffs. And if they played in a playoff series, I might pick Montreal over Toronto. But I'll say 56 games. I'll give the edge to Toronto. Montreal, number two. What do you think? Look, I, uh, I'm i with you. I, I think Ottawa's at the bottom. They've been fighting hard. They, they're looking a lot better. Uh, Vancouver's got a lot of catching up to do. They gave up some games that they shouldn't have gave up. And they're, like you said, their wins might be there, but they've played so many more games than everybody else. And their, their point percentage isn't that great. So I do think time for them and shot what I thought in the off season about Vancouver. So I'm going to push them down. I think Toronto's the best team in the division. I think Toronto's the number one team. I, I think they have the edge on the Canadian. You'd say if it's two points or Montreal might even get more points. I'm gonna. I, I, I've been impressed watching Toronto the way that they defend. I think that they've brought an extra element to their game, and in a close game, you know they're gonna pull it out. Like they they're playing poorly this past week against the Sens, and at least in the first two games, Mitch, they played poorly and they still got three out of four points. That's what good teams do. When they play poorly, they still win. You know they're gonna win their game seven one, but they're winning the games two one two. I know they lost that one. Uh, a while ago to the Canadians, 2-1, but they're going to bounce back with another one. The team that I think that the Canadians will battle for, and I think they're at 2-3, and three. I think it might be the Jets. I watched the Jets, and I know that they've lost some games to the Oilers, and they've lost some games to the Flames, and they, they're not perfect, but that depth, and when they figure out, and, and Pierre-Luc Dubois has to get healthy, I think the Jets and the Canadians could be 2-3 in this division, and that really leaves the Battle of Alberta for that final playoff spot. And this is just early on in 10 games, Mitch, I might feel completely different about all these teams, but I I know that people look at the Jets defense and go, Oh, it's not that strong. They didn't have a strong defense last year and they still got through it. They've got really good goaltending and Connor Hellebuck. Uh, And and it's, 
you know, you look at Calgary a little bit differently where they have the good goaltending and a good defense score, but sometimes their forwards disappear every now and then. I, I, I think I'm going to put Calgary at that number four, but it's like, I, how can I, in a seven-team league, how can I not look at what Connor McDavid is doing out there? There's sure. going to be a team or two that are really going to be disappointed. And I feel like I'm, I'm already pushing Vancouver out just because of how good the other five teams I think are. But if you're asking me where the Canadians sit right now, I don't think they're in a battle for one, two. I think they're in a battle for two, three with the Jets and possibly the Flames. Now, um, just as far as the Flames are concerned, uh, Sean, just a little uh, footnote here. Um, and again, I try not to get caught up uh, uh, too much on one game. And we saw Vancouver really dismantle uh, Calgary not too long ago. But um, I think I think that was more to do with Markstrom just being off and he won't be off that often. Well, he, he had played too many. I think it was 11 straight uh, going into yeah. that game against yeah. Vancouver. Uh, one was too much. But the footnote on Calgary that I just want to add is uh, Calgary is the only team uh, in the North Division that has yet to play against Ottawa. So those are points that, you know, other teams have gotten already, you know, mm -hmm. namely uh, Edmonton, who really beat and up Vancouver. on Ottawa. Uh, Winnipeg actually uh, lost two points on Saturday a week ago against uh, Ottawa, but Calgary, I think they played them three straight right before the trade deadline. So that's just something to look for with Calgary, where they have uh, some games against a weaker opponent coming up pretty darn soon. Yeah, that's why I can't wait for the series of games for the Canadians and the Jets. It should be it should be interesting to see how those two teams match up because it's not a regular matchup for the Canadians. Mitch, uh, just sticking with the Canadians, we know that a lot of concentration is on the center ice position and the lack of production. You think they need to go get some help? I I do think they need to get uh, some help, Sean. And it's not necessarily because I don't think that the guys that they have can get the job done. I just think you want another option um, in case something happens with uh, with injury or you just need a different look at some point. Like they need a Corey Perry who plays center. Mm. You know what I mean? Someone who you could put yeah. on the taxi squad – but super reliable. You can bring him up on the NHL team. He's not going to miss a beat. Like, Froelich's not that guy. Uh, Paling is like the others. He's still young and learning. Like, if they could find a center, and, you know, easier said than done, I don't even have a name for you. I'm just thinking about the idea of player that I think they should go out and get. If they could find a solid pro that can jump in at center ice and give them some help, and even a guy who, Sean, has played a lot of center, but can come in for a, a big drop, like, let's say... Like, I think Jason Spezza, you mm -hmm. know, like that type of guy, a guy who you can put on the wing. He's played center his whole career. Yeah. Uh, if he needs to, he could play center or he could come in and, and take a big face off. If you have some uh, inexperience like that type of guy, I think could really help the Canadians potentially. Do you, you remember the guy that I said that I wanted them to go off after a free agency? Brian Boyle. Well, uh, that's that's more you. You've always kind of like Brian. Oh, that, Boyle. That, 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 that's a guess. No, I don't this... remember who you said. This, this offseason, and he was one of those free agents that, that was sitting there for a while. He's a, he, he's center, can play wing. He's fast. Uh, he signed in Nashville. He's struggling right now. Maybe you could get him on, on the cheap if Nashville wants to sell some parts because they're not having a great season. Eric Halla. Eric Halla is a, a bona fide NHLer that knows how to take a face off and can play wing. Yeah. That you can insert a lineup. And, and the thing is, you could not maybe put him in. The Canadians would have to wait because they need to free up some cap space to put that on. I know that's what they did with Paul Byron. But uh, at the same time, Mitch, I don't know if they need to. 
I think they just have to ride this out. Like maybe this is not the Canadians year to go all the way. And everybody's excited because they start off. Hey, you could go and win the Stanley cup, but maybe not at the expense of the development of Kakanyemi and Suzuki, the, the, the roller coaster ride that they're going to go through this year, I believe will make them better next year. And, 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 and through the tough and the one goal in 12 games and the, and the one point in five games for the guys that they're going to rely on on a night in night out basis, maybe it's better for them to just take it in the chin for a little bit and power through it. And maybe in five games, they're both going to be fine. And Deneau's going to find his stride and Jake Evans is going to be perfect. And, and you won't have to touch on this, but at the moment for the Canadians, it is a question mark because there is no depth. There's no one knocking on the door in Laval to just come in and help out. Yeah. And, and by the way, I, I'll just say, I, uh, I, I like the name uh, Eric Halla. I think that's, that that's a nice fit. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I'm, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure he's usually good for around 15 goals. Uh, he hasn't really been scoring this year. Hasn't worked out in Nashville. <laughs> Liked him a lot, obviously. Uh, that one season he was with the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Um, pretty good in Carolina too. So Hall is, Hall is a pretty, pretty darn good name. Good fit. Uh, I'm, I'm with you. And I'm not saying they have to do uh, something. And maybe we're, we're just looking ahead to the trade deadline. But I think if you want to round out the group and have a different option, mm-hmm. uh, center ice might be where they want to look. Uh, Sean, uh, finally on the uh, rapid fire, uh, just curious, other NHL storylines that maybe might be getting swept under the rug? Yeah, you know, I could talk about Lake Tahoe. I think that's pretty cool what they're doing. I think it's, I think it's neat that the NHL is spending money that they don't need to spend. This, I, I kind of like it's a bit of a baller move. Hey, we're going to have these outdoor games, no fans. We're going to. We're going to put it on the league's dime and, and just make sure that we get a good image out there. I, I, I think it's a smart idea. And they kind of put this together last minute to put a couple games in. So I like that idea. But I need to send some love to the Chicago Blackhawks, to the Chicago Blackhawks, 100%. I think that that's something that we have to do. That That is a team that's starting to roll right now. And maybe they're going to surprise in that fun division, as they like to call it, the Central. Yeah, well, I, I had Chicago on my list, I think. Okay, you did, because... Yeah, that's that's just awesome. Yeah, and they're I think uh, at this time four or five games over five hundred. I know they've been beating up on uh, Detroit a little bit. Detroit's not very good in that division. You win the games that are put in front of you, my friend. Yeah, of course, of course. I don't want to take anything away from them. And uh, man, oh man, Sean, with uh, with Jonathan Taves out with that mysterious illness, uh, you look at how Patrick Kane has really taken that team on his back. He's playing mm-hmm. some of his best hockey I've ever seen him play. Uh, on the highlight reels every night uh, and you know trying to I, I think he's doing it kind of quietly normally when Chicago was good everybody be talking yeah. about Patrick Kane now they're kind of getting put under the radar a little bit and it's uh, it's disappointing because he's he's had an extraordinary season but that could be a motivating factor too with Jonathan Taves because it was a little bit of a mystery with Jonathan Taves like what's going on and that within a locker room that can push some guys and then they just go and play hockey and it's a little bit loose. Oh, we're not supposed to be good this year. We've lost our captain. You know, think about it. The world juniors, they lost Kirby doc too, right? Kirby doc was a guy that uh, they were going to start the season with. And he, he couldn't start the season because of a freak injury in the world juniors prelim game. And they let him go. He was an everyday NHLer and he was playing in the world junior championship. I just, I got a soft spot for sometimes, you know, how I feel about Patrick Kane. Duncan Keith is one of my favorite defensemen still, just still doing his job back on that blue line. So I think we have to throw some love. This is for Dave to throw hearts on my screen right now. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing stuff like that. And maybe one day I'm going to just be rewatching the podcast and realize that Dave's going to do that time. Like that time I asked for pom-poms, I never got, but this time I'm asking for hearts. 
We'll see. I'm not sure. I'm just challenging Dave. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> and uh, Sean, also uh, a shout out to uh, Connor McDavid, who uh, this past week, among active players, the fastest to 500 points, tied with Sidney Crosby, 369 games to get to 500 points. Doing that in this NHL, really challenging. Not to mention, he hasn't had the uh, greatest uh, supporting cast. And I just watched that guy play, and I'm like, yeah. You know, we're talking before about the North Division and where people stack yep. up. Um, and I've made my predictions, and Edmonton, I had them on the outside looking in. But that doesn't mean I – like, I don't care if I'm wrong. I'd love to see Edmonton in the playoffs just because it feels like Connor McDavid probably has an extra gear, and he'd probably be so amped if the Edmonton Oilers got to the playoffs that, mm-hmm. you know, maybe he could take that team on his back for a couple rounds and be a really great story. You know, he's just so fun to watch, and I hope um, that I hope that the Edmonton Oilers make the playoffs because I'd like to see him play uh, when the games matter a little bit more. Yeah, and it's one of those things I was, you know, I was happy Chicago beat him a little bit, but I was sad that Edmonton couldn't go in that uh, pre-tournament before they got into the, uh, um, the playoffs because they were in a playoff spot last year in a Western conference. But here's the thing. McDavid, you talk about on the bubble, and I have them. I told you I had them at fifth kind of battling with Calgary right now. I could change my mind in 10 games. But because of the amount of overtime games that we might have down the stretch in the North Division, McDavid, the amount of ice time, McDavid might win three games in overtime, and that might be the difference of them getting into the playoffs. It's, he's that good. Uh, just quick pop quiz. I know we're going to have our pop quiz later. Dave's going to give us one, courtesy of uh, Cunningham's Pub, best wings on the planet, not just in Montreal, not just on the island, not just in Quebec, I mean on the planet. Uh, I was looking at the uh, points per game. Connor McDavid, and I know it's only 369 games into his career. Only four players have better points per game than him. It's very easy get easy to guess them, Mitch. Like like all time, all time. Uh, Wayne Gretzky. Yep. Bobby Orr. Yep. Uh, Gordy Howe. No. Mark Messier. No. Yarmer Yager. No. Don't take the guys with all the games. Take the guys uh, with less games. Two guys who Mike, didn't make a thousand games. Mike Bossy. And Vive le Quebec. Uh, what? Mario. And Mario. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I didn't need to let you straggle on Mario. It was, you know. But that's it. Mike Bossy, Bobby Orr, Wayne Gretzky, and uh, Mary Lemieux. That's it. Those are the impressive, four. That impressive have, company, put it that you way. You know, for points per game in their career. Sidney Crosby, just a couple behind. There's just Marcel Dion. And that's still to this point of his career, so... That's a, that's pretty impressive. That's not the real pop quiz. It's coming a little bit later. Uh, Mitch on post game pints podcast. Of course, we're going to have random sports slots in just a second, but a shout out uh, to Wolfpacks.ca. What is that? Well, I encourage you to go check out their website right now at Wolf, like barking Wolf, Wolf Packs, P-A-C-K-S dot C-A. Uh, they'll tell you what, what it's all about. Your first box is going to be 20% off. And then it's kind of like a subscription for your dog. I know you have a dog. I know Dave has a dog. And I know it's like just, it's party time. Dogs like treats. Dogs like surprises. They like gifts, you know? Not like cats. Cats don't like gifts. Dogs do. Woof, woof. Woof, woof. <laughs> Woofpacks.ca. By the way, local company. And uh, Sean, you're right. Toys, treats, chew toys. And it's always a surprise. And uh, it's a pretty, pretty uh, cool idea uh, mm-hmm. with, with, with the Wolf Pack. So check it out. Wolf Packs. Woof, 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 woof. Dot CA. All right. It's time for Random Sports Thoughts. 
That's right. That's when the tune hits. See, Dave's going to put drumsticks in your hands. <laughs> I'm just challenging him every single podcast. All right. I'm going to start things off, Mitch, for my random sports slots. I got to stick here in Montreal. And I love, I love that you're wearing the Alouettes hat. I love the, the rebranding that the Alouettes went through. I love the logo. I love the colors, uh, the uniforms. And then the, the impact went through their rebranding to a new name, CF Montreal, Club the Foot Montreal, and the new logo. And this past week, they had the new jerseys. And it's so funny. People are so hung up on the past that they can't accept something nice. Now, maybe you don't like the name. That's okay. And I know that there's... There's, there's there's fan clubs, uh, I, I, and I know that they're all out there, Mitch, that support the team, and then there's, they just, they don't, they, they're like, we don't accept the name. Well, they're not gonna change the name. They, they've invested too much into changing the name. Plus, if you don't wanna be part of that fan club, join our fan club, Mitch. Remember, we're, we're part of the Foot Clan. Now we're part of the Foot Clan. <laughs> That's the new Impact fan club, the Foot Clan, okay? The Foot! Yeah, it's Club the Foot. Montreal, CF Montreal. But anyways, people just can't like that jersey that they released was beautiful. And people are getting mad because there's a BMO logo in the front. I'm like, have you ever watched soccer? Soccer's not like hockey where you get a CH. No, no, no. The sponsor is the logo. There's you go to Europe, every soccer team has a, you want a sponsor. That's how you make money. So if you can get mad, like I don't understand. People just can't get past that. It's the way that it is. And I just, I, I don't know. If they're mad at the name, they're mad at the jersey. That jersey was slick. It was good. Just deal with it. I, uh, by the way, I, I like the wall. Uh, I think it's really nice. I uh, don't care for the name. And Sean, I'm not going to go on my rant about soccer and how every team has the same name. And it's not a name, it's just your city. And then the, the fact that you play a sport. But. Uh, my my first round of sports thought is about this, okay? Uh, because I'm confused. Maybe you can help. It's not really a, a a sports thought. It's more of a sports question, and okay, you know, not even a sports question, but an English question or a pronunciation question. Uh, with what you just said, is it BMO or BMO? It's BMO okay. because it's it's Bank of Montreal, so it's not. Bank Montreal of like it's not the <laughs> O. The O is not the start of a word, so it's B Mo. It's not B M O. Okay, so all the people it's that definitely B Mo. Okay, so all the people that were complaining, yeah, were calling it B M O. Yeah. So they're so out to lunch about the jersey that they don't even know how to pronounce what they're complaining about. Um, by the way, I still love the idea that our our, our fan club for CF Montreal is called Foot Clan. Because I, and I know it's 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 the greatest name for for a supporter group ever. And look, I I think that the ultras are great and Club 1642 is great. But I mean, the Foot Clan for a team that's called Club the Foot is absolutely perfect. My uh, second random sports thought is uh, Mitch Artem Zub might be my favorite NHL name. I like there's a lot of good names around the National Hockey League, but Artem Zub is outstanding. Maybe my favorite thing on the Ottawa Senators team. Right. Artem Zub. Zub. Yeah. All right. 
My second random sports thought, I'm going to piggyback off you again. Another <laughs> question. Another question. Is it, sub? Many, is it sub or is it soup? How many, and I think we could use this as a, the uh, Cunningham's question. Okay. Take note, Dave. How many players can you name whose names started with a Z? In the Richard National Hockey Zednik. Yeah. Sergey Zoltok. Zarly Zalavsky. Zub. Who else? Who else had a name that started oh. with a Z? Are we just going with the Canadians? Because then we could go with uh, Danius Zubris. Zubris. <laughs> Zubris. Yeah. I There's, think that would uh, be the name of the co- uh, the podcast. Zubris. Yeah. Zuccarello. Right. Matt Zuccarello. Uh, the greatest moment ever that you and I had walking down a Montreal street. We've told the story too many times. <laughs> Fuck you, Zuccarello! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, there's, there's some. Oh, there's... Dave Trent to do it coming in with Alexei Zamnov. Uh, what about uh, Zitnik? Alexei Zitnik. Yeah. Uh, uh, one of the all-time greatest uh, Atlanta Thrashers, yeah. Alexei Zitnik. Zabnoff, by the way, was absolutely phenomenal in NHL 94 with the Winnipeg Jets. Number 10. Yeah, Zabnoff. and then he went off to uh, Chicago, I think, and his, uh, lights, uh, his career went lights out. Uh, there's probably going to be a bunch of names that people... Just comment below other names. Give uh, us your best uh, Zed names. Come on, yeah, let's go. absolutely. I know Zarlin's last but we're, we're missing. We're missing some. We're definitely missing some. All right. Uh, before we get to Dave's pop quiz, brought you by Cunningham's Pub, I got my final uh, round of sports thought. Uh, I know everybody just is six teams now for Alex Galchenyuk, and they're like, ah, he's done. He's going to the KHL. Uh, he's going to be on a tax. I don't think Alex Galchenyuk's done. I think it's been hard that, to, to establish himself. He had no time in Ottawa. Um, the only time he really struggled was Pittsburgh. He was decent in Minnesota. He was decent in Phoenix. And Arizona, I, I just, in Pittsburgh with the one team that he really struggled with. Ottawa, he never got a chance and he was gone. Carolina's account, Toronto's account. Like, so we're talking about three teams. He had 30 goals with the Canadians. He did pretty good with Arizona. Just because he gets traded, people think it didn't work. Pittsburgh is where he struggled. Minnesota, he was, he was, you know, at that about, you know, a point every two games. And he wasn't getting great opportunities. I don't think he's done. He just has to find the right fit. All right, and uh, my random sports thought, Sean, is uh, I've, I've, I've seen enough of Brian Burke. And I'll say I'm a big fan. I like Brian mm-hmm. Burke a lot. I think he's entertaining. I think he's a good quote. Uh, I think he got a raw deal in Toronto. Uh, I, have, I have a lot of time for Brian Burke, but the media's erection over Burke over the course of the last uh, two weeks, it, it's enough. Like if I, hear, if, I, if I hear him say the same quotes again, I'm going to lose my mind. Like we get it. Uh, you're happy that you have Sidney Crosby. You missed out on him. You drafted Bobby Ryan. He didn't win the fucking lottery. Like, I get it. I'm just, I've had enough. Well, you know what it is? It's because he was, he worked at TSN. He worked at Sportsnet, so everybody loves him now. Yeah. No, I get it. It's because he worked, he worked with all the, both major companies and he became friends. Uh, you know, he's, he's friends with Knuckles and he has his persona, but he's not like that. He's actually just a real good guy. But he has his persona that people are like, but then when he becomes personable, everyone gets all excited about it, right? I just, it's just enough. 
I, I like him. I have no issues with him. It's just, it's enough. It's too much. You don't, you don't like everybody loving him. <laughs> I don't even mind everyone loving him. I've just seen him enough. Mm-hmm. You ready for the uh, Cunningham's Pub uh, pop quiz that we have every single show? Mm, best wings. I need to need to get some of those Cunningham wings very, very, very soon. Need to get out of this lockdown and curfew and just go get some. I know you could check it out. Uh, check their website, their Facebook page. You can order directly from them. Order in advance because they got to start cooking in the afternoon to make sure your deliveries go out there. Uh, check it out. Cunningham's Pub in St. Anne to Bellevue. Uh, we bring in the brains behind the Post Game Pines podcast. That is Dave Trey to do it. What's up, Davey boy? What's up, guys? How are you? Hey, you got some art in your walls. Yeah, yeah. you guys always give me hell for it. So I figured I'll slap some things up on there. And uh, there you go. You got a couple of, a few tickets from the shows I've put on over here. And you got my two, uh, some of my favorite people, Michael Scott and Barack Obama in the middle. Yeah, I love love how those are your two favorites. You know what? (laughs) This kind of ruined it because I was hoping you were going to have a blank wall forever. uh, Forever. Because I had a wedding gift idea. It was just going to be a picture of me. (laughs) That they put behind that was that was my wedding gift. <laughs> Look, these are easily removable. Okay. <laughs> Gal, you you in? You want to do a frame picture of you and I together, just for Dave? Uh, there's nothing I would rather do for a for a <laughs> wedding gift for him. I'm sure Sarah yeah, would absolutely love it. Yeah, good, and good, we'll just good. just in the corner. They're just Dave in the corner, like, hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you got for us, Dave? All right. Well, first off, I love the uh, oh, we just got the 10 minute warning here. I just uh, I love the hat, uh, uh, Mitchie. Looks uh, looks very nice, and also uh, Sean. Like, no love for the thrashers, eh? I'm giving you some love, like bird, it's the bird battle. <laughs> true, true. All right, so let's see who's the better bird. So I, I was uh, I've been thinking goalie goals this uh, this this week. So I want to know there's there's been 12 goaltenders who have scored um, a goal in the NHL, and I want to know the last the most recent 10. The most recent 10. So pretty much all of them. I mean, I'll, I'll give you some points if you get the. Uh, yeah, okay, that's fine. The first two to ever do Gal, it. you want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, you go first. I believe it's Pecorine is the most recent. Oh, yes. Very well done. I didn't think you'd get that one. That's good. Uh, you know, I do. Dave, I do watch sports. I know. I know. But uh, he had slipped my mind, to be honest. I got pretty much all the other ones. Uh, well. Uh, since Sean went with uh, with a national goalie, I'll go with a national goalie, Chris Mason. Yeah, yeah, very good. Then in 2005-2006? Um, I believe Mike Smith scored. He did. He did. The second most recent, 2013-2014. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, uh, Dave, give me Jose Theodore. That's right. On the backhand in the playoffs, 2000-2001. I'll take uh, one of the obvious ones, Marty Berder. Okay, that's fair. Did it three times, actually. Yeah, I know. I just I wanted to take one of the obvious ones. I wanted to get the most recent one first, right. and then the second most recent one, and then the most obvious one. Well, he's feeling he's actually the third most recent one uh, as well. Oh, so. boom, one, two, three. <laughs> one, two, three. Board. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with one that's a bit random, but I'm pretty sure he scored. He was just, uh, as a kid growing up, he was one of my favorite names. I thought he had a really cool name. Hmm. I'm going to go with Damian Rhodes. He did, 1998-1999. Damian oh, Rhodes, good memory. Yeah, I definitely uh, remember him scoring. Now, I'm trying to think, because you say there's 12. There's I know 11 and 12. Yeah, for sure you do, for sure. 
So 11 and 12, but I want to get in the top 10. So I don't want to say 11 or 12 right now. Right. Don't say Billy Smith or Ron Hextall. Well, I know they're 11. There you go. We don't say them. Okay. So those so are we 11. Both knew, we both knew that. That's fine. Ron Hextall at two. Um, let's go with. Uh, who was that guy in Vancouver? I feel like a guy in Vancouver scored. Yeah. Dave, did, uh, did Ken Reggett score? He did not. No. That's not what I said. I was, I'm thinking uh, like Dan Cloutier. He did not either. Yeah. Uh, someone. Random goalie Dan Cloutier. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't like, know why I thought he scored. Maybe it's because it was a long goal that went against him that I was thinking about. <laughs> that could very possibly be. That uh, and Tommy Sallow. Tommy Sallow let that long one into. Right. So I think maybe the same type of equipment, a goalie with like a, a similar equipment. Oh, feature. Irbe. Irbe scored. He did not. He did not. No? Did Osgood no. score? Yes, Chris Osgood. Yeah, right. <laughs> no. He did. Osgood. 95, 96. All right. So we're missing three, right? Yeah. You're missing three now. Gallo with a 4-3 lead for now. Yeah. Osgood, you're right. Now that I remember, he scored. Um. No, I'm not thinking uh, Toronto. One of them is very random. I don't think you guys are will get because uh, it's, so it's like it's like Ron Tugnet or something. No, no, even more obscure than that. Um, two of them were pretty like big goaltenders in their era, like powerhouses. One of them has a cup. Nope. Stanton? Nope. Hashik scored. Nope. No, Hashik didn't. Hashik tried. He 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 tried a lot, but never did. Turco? Patrick never Patrick never scored. Nope. Turco not. Kiprasov. Um, nope. Happy Bullen. Nope. The last two have connections though, kind of. A little they bit. have connections? I guess. Stretch to one of them. It's a stretch to get a connection between the two. Marco Andre Fleury? Nope. No. No. I, I, are any active? No, None are active anymore. None no. are active anymore, right? No. So they're they're retired? Yeah. Um, Campbell, let's do, he said Stanley Cup champion. Let's do the Stanley Cup champion winning goalies. <laughs> Barrasso? No. No. We did Detroit Burnham? Osgood, Colorado, Roy, New Jersey, Broder, Dallas, uh, Belfour. Um, Gone. You're almost there. Uh, well, Detroit That's again. Cool. Yeah. Uh, New Jersey, Colorado. Crawford? Corey Crawford. No, no, no. No. Earlier than that. They're all earlier than that. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Not active. You're right. Um, Twice technically not active. Cam Ward? Yes. Cam Ward scored. Shit. He did score. 2011, I remember he scored. Cam so Ward. now you're down to two. One of them played for the Buffalo Sabres when he scored. And that's the random one that I don't think you guys are going to get. Very obscure goalie. Like Darren Poopa. No, no, no. More obscure. More obscure than Darren Poopa. And one of Rick them played Rick, in, in California. Rick Tabaracci. No, no. Rick Tabaracci, it's a good guess, but no. Trevor Kidd. No. Who? What about the other one? The Who other one's play? in California. Played in California. Uh, yeah. Oh, the Russian goalie. Yeah. yeah. The Russian goalie for San Jose. Yes. Yeah, um, it's on the tip of my tongue, Gallo. Come on, just say it. Russian goalie for San Jose. Yeah. He was, a, he was the, like San Jose's legendary goalie for the longest time. Yeah. He was really good. 
Rush, yeah, yeah, I know. I, I the Tosca Lala replaced him for a while, but then he came back. Oh, yeah. Uh, damn it. Uh, Nabokov. Yes, exactly. I remember he scored. So who's the guy who scored for Buffalo? Thanks for remembering the name. I, I got you there, Gallo. I got you there. <laughs> so the, the you guys want me to give out the name for the guy at the Buffalo? Did, was he ever a starter or was he a backup? No, he was backup. Like a, I don't even know how many games he played. Probably not a lot. Did he play for anybody else? I'd have to check, to be honest. I don't remember. I honestly barely remember him at all. Did he play for it? If you get if you get the other teams, I might be able to piece this together. Okay. A Buffalo Sabres goalie, Marty Biral. No, he played for the Canucks uh, very briefly. Um, he very didn't score. Briefly. Played for the Canucks. He was a first round pick, actually. Played for the Canucks. And he played for the first Canucks. round pick. Played for the Canucks, the Sabres. Anyone else? No, that's it. Who drafted him? Uh, he was drafted by the Sabres in 1997. 97 draft. He's Finnish. I don't even think you guys are going to get this. It's, it was Just some, give us the name, Dave. Mika Noronen. Noronen. Mika no, I would never come up with that. Right, I don't remember him. I yeah. don't remember him. I don't, that's the one I think uh, you guys would get. So, yeah, so, right, good job, guys. You guys actually got a lot, uh, a lot more yeah. than, uh, than I thought. Taking half a point on Nabaka. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So that was the Cunningham's uh, pubs. Uh... I just had wings, by the way. I went to Cunningham's, picked up some wings, got the honey garlic wings. Uh, right. Next time, can you drop some off? Oof. Or can I switch my beer for, can I get wings and beer on your drop-off, Gal? <laughs> <laughs> if you're dropping that off, you got to come to my house, too, and drop them off. That's the rule. All right. We'll just do the tour. Cheers, boys. <laughs> Cheers, guys. And Alex. Alex from Labrosh, we haven't forgotten about you. We're, we're going to get that challenge. Yep, all done. Well, how's that for your entertainment value? They've done their job very, very well. Awesome! No, 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 no. Hey! Come on. VBF.